0: Welcome to, What Do You Need to Know About God in Today's World? Today I want to discuss what you need to know about God, Blacks, and politics. I want to highlight the role political parties have played in helping Blacks to advance and succeed. We'll explore this concept historically and as it relates to our current present-day political environment. So let's get started. Currently, at least between 80 and 90% of Blacks identify as Democrats. That's an interesting phenomenon, especially since in the early days, most blacks identified as Republicans. There were several reasons for this fact. It was the Republicans who formed as a party opposed to the extension of slavery in the West and to protect the rights of blacks. It was Republicans and white Christians who were abolitionists who fought against slavery while Democrat states in the South oppressed blacks up through the Jim Crow era of segregation. It was Abraham Lincoln a Republican president who propelled the Civil War and freed the slaves. And after the Civil War, during Reconstruction, the first blacks voted in the Congress and the Senate were all Republicans. It was Republicans who passed the civil rights laws of the 1800s, all designed to establish a fair system in the Democrat-controlled South, including repealing the infamous Fugitive Slave Act in 1864. And in the fight for the 1950s and 60s civil rights bills, More Republicans voted in favor of those bills than Democrats. Incidentally, it was even the Republicans and abolitionists like Charles Sumner and Thaddeus Stevens who proposed that Blacks receive 40 acres and a mule for reparations for slavery. But after Lincoln's assassination, his Democrat Vice President Andrew Johnson rescinded this resolution, removing from Blacks access to any such possibility of reparations. No wonder Democrats are working so feverishly these days to offer reparations to blacks since they were the ones who nullified this Republican proposal. But throughout history, Republicans have sought to help blacks succeed. And it is no wonder that during the early days after slavery, virtually all blacks were Republicans, including prominent people like Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, and Ida B. Wells, a civil rights activist. This trend lasted up until about the 1930s under President Franklin Roosevelt and his New Deal policies, where Blacks benefited from some of his relief programs during the Great Depression. And accordingly, it's reported that by 1936, 75% of Blacks became Democrats. Whereas pre-1936, 90% of Blacks voted Republican. But ever since the early 1930s, Blacks have been drawn to Democratic policies which have been crafted mainly around government largesse where the government assumes responsibility for the individual to provide for their needs. But let's take a close look at the structure of these two parties' policies because they yield different results. Republicans have always fought for the rights of Blacks through the policy of equality and providing equal access to opportunities, making them available to everyone, regardless of race, Through the engine of private enterprise and limited government intrusion, all of which works to establish an economic atmosphere where individuals can use their own creative ingenuity to pursue financial independence and entrepreneurial endeavors. And in such a capitalistic atmosphere, the individual is in control of their own financial destiny. And anyone can become wealthy as they pursue their own goals in life, through motivation, determination, and hard work. Under these policies, everybody thrives, corporations and the individuals. In contrast, Democrats have a more socialistic approach to the economy, and they create policies based on equity, diversity, and inclusion. They believe in big government with regulations on corporations, the redistribution of wealth through higher taxes on the wealthy, and stimulating the economy through government programs and government welfare and disbursements. And where with capitalistic equality everyone has access to the opportunities, with socialistic equity people are divided into groups based on identity of race, gender, or sexual orientation and opportunities are made available strictly to those groups, thus inherently favoring one group over the other, and then offering special treatment of concessions, handouts, or freebies that appeal to those groups. For example, for Blacks and minorities, Democrats offer welfare, housing aid, government health care, free phones, and other things. For Hispanics, they offer things like amnesty, open borders, lax immigration policies. For transgenders, they're breaking all the norms, allowing males and female sports and access to female facilities. Now though these socialistic policies of equity may appeal to many, it is the capitalistic economic policy of equality that operates with greater benefit to all, as it is designed to lift all boats as everyone has equal access to the opportunities and can obtain them through qualifications and merit. Are there some negatives to capitalism? Yes, there is no perfect economic system, but policies based on capitalism and equality pose fewer risk than all other systems including socialism and equity which seeks equal outcomes versus equal opportunity. And it creates an expanded government with greater control over the economy as it rewards people based on their specific traits. Moreover, these socialistic policies promote division, tribalism, and discrimination as they pit groups against one another. This is why we see blacks today demanding separate graduations and safe spaces from whites who under today's Democrats policies of equity are the ones being discriminated against and financial opportunities, housing and college admissions and more. So Democrats have set up the very same racist discrimination practices that Martin Luther King Jr. fought against. Additionally, the government programs under these policies do not promote financial independence and prosperity because they are restrictive as they always come with conditions as with welfare, which historically destroyed the nuclear family, moving black males out of the home. And they come with limitations. They limit incomes of the recipients as well as the disbursements granted to those recipients, all of which keeps blacks in a cycle of poverty and leave blacks with a victim mentality, thinking that their race continually puts them at a disadvantage and they need a government handout or reparations to help them succeed. But in fact, it's reliance on government subsistence, handouts, and reparations that prevent blacks from achieving financial independence and from developing their own inner potential, which too perpetuates a cycle of poverty for generations in the black community. And the democratic policies for Hispanics fare no better because lax immigration laws are harmful to everyone as they lead to a humanitarian crisis on the border and throughout the country and create a burden on every citizen system and service generated within the country. And it is a threat to national security, leaving us all with a vulnerable, weakened America. And though the consequences of these policies of government largesse are foreboding and ominous, even creating unsustainable debt for the country, Democrats insist on implementing them because these policies keep blacks and minorities as a devoted voting bloc, which in turn keeps Democrats in power. And blacks have remained loyal to Democrats up until this present day due to these same policies. But since we've been voting Democratic for almost a century, we have to honestly ask ourselves, are we better off? The answer is no. Just read the latest headlines in the news about all the major Democrat run city governments. That's failing blacks in every metric. Our communities are overrun with poverty, unemployment, drugs, crime, violence, poor education, etc., and apathy from the elected leaders. And to add insult to injury, it is Democrats who are dumbing down our educational system, promoting crime in our streets through soft on crime and no-bail policies, and demonizing and defunding the police. And they are the ones who advocate for abortion on demand up until and even after birth and gender reassignment surgery of our kids. And this should outrage and repulse every Christian. And since we haven't seen much progress in our communities and we have witnessed these destructive policies dismantling the American culture as we know it, I humbly suggest we do something different and start voting Republican and see if it makes a difference. Sure, mainstream media and race baiters will tell you that Republicans are racist and only for the wealthy, but those are just talking points of the fake news and Democrats who resort to name calling to scare you away from Republicans. Because in all honesty, throughout history, it has always been Republican policies that move blacks up the economic ladder to success. That's primarily because this policy of equality with benefits being made available to all is based on God's word. God doesn't reward us based on equity or group-based physical traits. God treats and rewards us as individuals. Deuteronomy 8.18 says it is God who gives you, the individual, regardless to your race, sex, or gender, the power to get wealth. And it's only through a free market system where everyone has equal access to all opportunities and resources can a person succeed to obtain financial wealth. And that's the system under which our ancestors forged the path to success in spite of the odds against them. Needless to say, That system allowed Blacks as a whole to succeed and prosper and to go from poverty to wealth, from generation to generation, up until the last half century or so, as Blacks have made a paradigm shift to vote 90% Democratic. But from what I've seen, Democrat socialist-style policies making Blacks dependent on the government are failing Blacks, Yet Blacks continue to vote Democratic and Democrats continue to take the Black vote for granted. This is my challenge to you. I've given you my assessment of our political landscape and you may agree or disagree. But assess for yourself what is going on in all of these Democratic urban-run cities and see if the lives of Blacks are being enriched. But I dare say statistics proves otherwise. And we need to triangulate and do a mass exodus out of the Democratic Party and revert back to our roots of voting Republican. Because the grass might just be greener on the other side, the Republican side. And as long as Republicans continue to enforce such policies that benefit all races of people, as God subscribes to, we need to align ourselves with that political party and such policies, because these are the policies propelled our ancestors and this nation to prosperity, and they are the policies that will propel our posterity into success as well. In conclusion, our prosperity does not lie in the hands of any political party, nor independence upon government and its meager portions, but it lies in the hands of God who is bigger, better, greater, positions available to you in abundance. And he has endowed you with talents and skills and placed you in this great land of opportunity to take advantage of its blessings. And as you rely on Christ and labor to gain wealth, you'll always have sufficiency of everything to use for Christ's glory and kingdom. For Matthew 6, 33 says, if you seek First, the kingdom of God and its righteousness, all things will be added unto you. Your success lies in the hands of a God who can never fail you. Turn to him and you will not fail. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and grant you his peace as you serve and worship him all the days of your life. In Jesus' name, amen.